This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly Sports Radio legend Al Morganti. Man, where we are, the Flyers cranking out two West Coast wins and beating Carolina Hurricanes on National PNP last night. What is going on? I'll do with this team. Well, who is the team's a good question. I mean, there's no doubt they play hard 90% of the time. So I guess they're an example of uh, that cliche that, you know, talent, hard work beats talent unless talent works hard. Mm -hmm. And this is what you knew coming into the season that under Tortorella and with young players trying to get positions or earn roster spots, that they were going to play hard more often than not. And if you weren't willing to match that effort, no matter how talented you are, you were in for a rough night and the Flyers were going to put you through the through the ringer to, to try to get a victory over them. So I think what you've seen here, Ashlyn, is you saw them play a, a couple of well, you know, a couple of teams that just didn't weren't hitting on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. And after that San Jose loss, the Flyers were were working as as hard as anybody. And that's what happened. They if it's it's a it's a game where if you work hard you shouldn't be blown out ever. You keep right. it close. And the Flyers uh, came back and you know got some scoring touch, got goaltender back. And they end up on a three game. And for this team, it's a heater <laughs> three yeah. games in a row like this. This is uh this is sadly the highest winning streak of the season for the Flyers, this three run streak. And, and I think if anyone could take away anything, I really like the way they responded. Cause I think this could have gone two different ways again after the San Jose game, they could have just really packed the bed. I mean, especially that West coast trip and the intimidation of it, they could have just said we're embarrassed and that's it. And they didn't. And I think the biggest takeaway, Al, is this offense. All of a sudden, it seems like they've simplified everything. They're just getting to the net and good things are happening. And we talked about it for weeks where we kind of saw this coming, that once it started clicking, it was going to be good. It was just kind of bearing the storm of, of waiting for it to click. Yeah, it is amazing when you talk, you know, post game with Hartsey and we we're all talking about why don't they just go north and south and just get to the net, get some traffic out in there. And they did it. But um, I, I think there wasn't much risk that they were going to completely collapse because because of Tortorella's coaching style, yeah. um, that they were going to, you know, there was going to be some response to it. 
But what you had to have happen, Ashton, was you had to have you had to have decent goaltending to get you through some spots. And a couple of guys did more. I and mean, it's weird. All three guys basically did that. Mm-hmm. And you had to have somebody find the scoring touch. And that's what that's what happened. And it was critical to me that this didn't all happen because Konechny all of a sudden got red hot again. You, yep. you can't just keep going to that. All, well, whenever we get cold, it's, he's going to get us out of it. Well, I mean, it's nice. He's, he's a talented player. But you have to have more than that. And they got more than that. Yeah. And Owen Tippett is a huge part of that. And I talked to Owen Tippett in the locker room this week about what that film study looked like with Torts of simplifying the offense. So let's take a listen. Uh, so just how good did it feel to get a couple goals over the weekend and kind of a bounce back performance for the team as a whole, right? Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, those were two big games, especially going back to back with travel. It's, you know, it's important to kind of play those games smart and, and get two points at the end of it uh, in each game. So it was good. Once you get one, does it click? Does it feel any different? Yeah, I think, uh, I think when you go a couple games without, without one or, you know, just hey, with the Mala cliches stick too tight, yeah. and you kind of get frustrated and stuff, but uh, when you see one kind of go in, it's always a weight off the shoulder, and um, it's you relax a little bit and feel more free. And not that it was even that long for you, but what does it feel like when you're going through that period? Do you do anything differently, like mental anything, or... I think you know. I've I've always I've always said I'm, I'm my own worst critic. So I think when things are going wrong, and I'm, I'm the first one to kind of get down on myself and maybe try and do too much. So um, I just kind of went back to trying to simplify things and, and making sure I wasn't trying to overcomplicate anything yeah. and, and putting myself in by any worse by doing something I I shouldn't have by just trying to do too much. Yeah. Does that come from film study or a coach you talk to, or you just do it by yourself? Yeah, I think it's it's, it's you can see it in clips and you can see what areas you want to improve on, but I think the mindset's just a personal thing that you know I've kind of been working on and mm-hmm. um, just making sure that's what I always go back to is just simplifying things. And, um, you know, I think with confidence comes the the risk to make kind of more plays, and uh, you feel more comfortable making those high danger plays. But um, when things aren't going right, things want to kind of simplify things. And Morgan Frost, I'm sure you can relate to what he was going through. So it had to feel good to see him succeed as well. Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, for a guy like that, that you know, I've I've known him since I was younger, and um, he's helped me a big way ever since I came over. And um, to see a guy like that go through what he's gone through and then finally break out and, and in a big way, those were two big goals for us in that game and um, you know, it's always good to see everybody's do well and, yeah. um, really happy. and how did he help you? You mentioned he was a big part. What did he do? Yeah, you just uh, you know, obviously a familiar face coming over in that trade and um, you know, make sure I was comfortable making sure I knew kind of where to go and you know, if I needed anything and he was always there and uh, just a good sounding board when I came over. Awesome. Torts told us in a press conference the day before the Friday game that he wanted to see you guys get to the net. He just wanted to see you stay there. And it was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what you guys did. Is that all he did was just say that, or was this a bigger process? Yeah, I think, you know, we can. It seems more complicated, but sometimes when you simplify things and just say, okay, every puck's going in the net, you just got to get bodies there. And, uh-huh. um, I think if everyone's on the same page, you can see how it works. And um, you know, I, I think it paid off. And if we continue to do it, it'll help us. So, is that something you now really focus on at practice, or you think it's just going to stick? Because that's what everyone's doing now. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's just a mindset. Um, obviously, there's there's times where you can read the play and um, you know maybe step off and, and not go straight to direct in front of that, but. I think for the most part, if your momentum's carrying you there, it's, it's going to be a good thing. Awesome. Thank you, Mom. I appreciate it. 
so Alex, it sounded so simple, but what Owen is saying there is Torts literally just told them, get to the net, good things will happen. And Owen did say in that film study, there was multiple guys, including himself, where you could see them just the cliche gripping the stick too tight, being way too uptight and just chilling out and good things are happening. And we've seen that the past three games. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, I liked, I've liked his game since they got him. I mean, I call him Boots because he's so fast, <laughs> and so... When he when he gets wheeling down there and then just gets that shot to, you know, gets the shot off, it's tough. And he also, he freezes some opponents. Uh, God forbid he catches a forward on the way down. It's like our train going to go right right past him. But he's a, he's, he's a very confident player now. And when there's somebody in front of the net, even if when it's not, he can be in front. But when you see your own jerseys in front of the net, you're more likely to take that shot, see what happens with it. And the goaltender's just... You know, goaltenders don't like one one guy. Okay, their own guy knows no their own defenseman knows where to go, so we can see it. Mm-hmm. But when you get traffic in front, you've really, really made the goaltender's job so much more difficult. And that's what it is. So tip it, tip of the hat to him, so to speak, to recognize not just my shot. There's people there that are making that shot more available to me, and I'm more willing to take it because better things going to happen with somebody that grab a rebound if it happens not to get past the goalie. Big time. And thanks again to Owen Tippett for that Jack Daniels salute. And someone that's helping out Owen Tippett and what a turnaround this guy has had is Morgan Frost. He picked up an assist on Owen Tippett's goal against the Hurricanes Wednesday night. He has points in each of his last three games, two goals, two assists from Morgan Frost. It's impressive. I got to give him credit for everything he has gone through to get back in the lineup. Understand if I don't do something, I'm going to be back out. The way he's playing, Torres is going to have a hard time sending him again, Al, because this is a guy I credit him. He's taking advantage of his opportunities, and he really only had one. Yeah, and that's what that's what you want. That's that. I guess you would call it. I guess you could use other words, but politely, creative tension that yeah. the coach wants wants in the <laughs> locker. Room. Yeah, <laughs> wants the wants in the locker room that you know. But what you want to see from him now is he can't. It, it's like okay, now we're at the point where maybe it's two and a half steps forward, mm-hmm. just can't slide back. I mean, that's what that's what the big fear is. That At least me watching him, it's like, they look good one game, now he looked good two games. Now I'm waiting for three and four, and right. at least not pull up at the blue line, make a questionable pass somewhere, don't clear, something like that. So he's getting better and better at that. So, And I think, I think the coach is a little bit, the coaching staff is a little bit more willing to live with some of it because it, the high-end skill is obviously there. But I don't know that he's ever going to be – you're going to be lot, rock solid on him until you see like a quarter of a season like that yeah. where there's very few of those uh, steps backwards. But, boy, I, there are, there is – when they're behind by a goal, it's like, man, maybe, you know, we'll see what happens with him. He can really – he can change a game. We just haven't seen it consistently. Right. And good for him for taking advantage of that. And we'll see – if he stays in the lineup as we get ready for this weekend slate of games back to back Saturday and Sunday. 